Hello and welcome back to Sport on Lee Student Radio. So we're coming to you with a very special recap today of the game um, against Huddersfield Town and Leeds United at Elland Road this weekend just gone by. So it was a 4-1 to Leeds and a very, very tough loss for Huddersfield Town. Um, Leeds scored four goals um, with Dan James taking two of them and Somerville the second two and with only one score for Huddersfield Town which was Mikel Hellick at the 70th minute. So was anybody at the game? I was not but I was listening to the radio because um, we, 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 as family we didn't get tickets because obviously the, the controversial pricing um, so we went there but it was I mean a lot of my family stopped listening after 35 minutes so it was definitely not the greatest especially with the ticket stuff I yeah we had the, the goal to come out with 47 pound adult tickets Thankfully, they got um, got reduced in price to about, I think it was 25 Yeah, well, I've heard that um, a Leeds fan was getting annoyed at me when I was talking about it and was saying, we only match what, what they what they do away, we do away. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't think Town would have charged 47 quid for away for Leeds, but we don't know. So, yeah, so I wasn't there. And my, my auntie is, I asked the family group chat what they thought of it before. And mine said she was very pleased it was a game that she missed, which I think kind of sums up the general Huddersfield town idea um, from what it was. Yeah, it was, a, it was certainly a tough day for Huddersfield. I think it was a, a very bad time to play Leeds. I think they're yeah. kind of brushing um, most of what is put in their way aside at the minute. Um I think what didn't help is that, you know, Yorkshire Derby, um, both sets of fans are going to be up for it, but having been to Ellen Road as an away fan, it's they get right on the pitch. It's it's an, it's an intimidating place to be yeah. as, as a fan and I'm sure as a player and I don't think Huddersfield dealt with it very well. Um, you know, Leeds play quickly, um, you know, likes of Somerville, right on them from the start and I think Huddersfield unfortunately for yourself just crumbled and uh, <laughs> yeah, didn't understand what was thrown at them yeah I think we're just at the minute we're in a very weird transitional period obviously over the summer we got a new chairman in and then a lot of financial fair play rules meant that we couldn't spend the money we wanted to spend on certain players so that's also caused problems for us but I think like I was saying to you guys before we have a gulf of players who are quite old and quite slow and a gulf of players who are very new and very quick but very inexperienced and at the minute mm. we don't have enough people in the middle who are experienced but are good at playing football. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, from what watching the game, I just what stood out to me, you know, uh, Jonathan Hogg in the middle midfield is a brilliant professional. Yeah. He's, he's been a great servant, especially to Huddersfield. But uh, you know, thirty four in in those sorts of games that are quick and especially against Leeds, they're so yeah. quick at home and they're so they're so um, they get right in your faces, like I said. And I just don't think. You know he's mobile enough to deal with the players that Leeds had around him. Yeah, he's very good technically. Does a great um, like cross field ball, but he's just is very slow, and that's one of the like the issues that we have. He's been at the club ten years now. Great captain, obviously saw us through our years in the Premier League as well. But it's uh, it's getting a bit frustrating now when he's obviously not as fast, but also we did we were losing. Uh, we did lose Rodoni, who's probably our like. But second best midfielder in that in that sort of position he was out with I believe he got a kick to the foot in the last game and, and will be back for the Watford game but just had one week off and unfortunately the one week he had off was Leeds and that sort of maybe a bit more pace and stability not saying it would have avoided a loss but it would have maybe made the loss a little bit harder to um, 
like a bit, a little bit smaller. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, I think that's the issue. Is that we're just a bit slow and don't look very tactically sure of ourselves either. I think is another thing. Yeah. Like Radoni's loss was definitely noticed. I was lucky enough to get a ticket to the game because I'm jammy and fast on the website. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thankfully, um, I was gonna sit it out and be like, no, I'm gonna stand up for these prices, but no, I didn't do that. Um, in the end, but it was definitely noticeable that Radoni wasn't there. Yeah. Um, I feel like town looked considerably slower than they usually do, and a lot of the chatter in the stands was that basically that you're at the end of the day it seems like it's a it's a lower championship team playing against a prem quality squad and it was like that's people expected it to be a loss but not quite how it was and like i've just said whilst you were watching town it looked slow yeah like you were saying about um hog as well whilst he is absolutely fabulous it just wasn't enough Mm. yeah i think huddersfield I think they were poor, but I think it's um, they were all at sea defensively. Um, but I think it's also important. Le- Leeds were Leeds were fabulous. Yeah, I you thought. can't take you can't take away from the credit that Leeds deserve for that game. Yeah, I think obviously I'm not sure whether Leeds fans would like me drawing this comparison. Is <laughs> is he a bit of a, a deity in these parts? But I, I do see some similarities in the in the the way that Fark's got Daniel Fark has got them playing to the way that Bielsa had them playing it in 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 a way I think that they're so aggressive and they you know uh, Jorginho Rutter uh, who was out the squad uh, after signing in January in the Premier League he he just looked he was so tenacious he was playing he was really industrious chasing after every ball and they look like they're all they're all really on board with with how he wants to play mm-hmm. and some of the goals of the third goal was uh, yeah. a brilliant brilliant goal that they put together obviously not helped by the you know the kind of disjointed defending yeah, the, definitely. In the way we, we, did, we didn't make it easy for ourselves no um, but some of the players they've got um, Somerville I think they'll do they'll have a task on the hands kind of um Fending off interest for him in in January. Yeah, definitely. I agree. They've got a great squad, and I think I think they'll be hard to stop at the minute. Yeah, I think as well the sort of the Bielsa style of playing, the sort of fast paced playing, is something that a lot of teams have to adapt to when they go to the Premier League because they realise they can't play in the way that they were playing in the Championship. I think Norwich have struggled a lot with that when they've got promoted and they play very very high intensity football. Go up to the Prem, realise I can't play this way against Man City, and I do think that Leeds United kind of had that where I was talking to a few Leeds fans who were like, oh, it's such a shame we didn't play like this last year. But there's a part of it that's like, you couldn't play like this last year because you were playing teams that were so much higher quality that you had to play a different way. So it's nice to, in a way to see Leeds get, getting back to what they are good at, as much as that pains me to say it. Um, but I think, yeah, town just look, we just don't look like we're tactically quite there yet. I think, we, like you say, we played them at the wrong time. We weren't really ready for Leeds. And I think Darren Moore's a lovely man, but I don't think he's as tactically apt as everyone else is in the championship. Um, and I think he's a good man manager and that's kind of what we need as well. But it's not, I'd prefer it if we had someone who was very, very tactically sure of themselves because we just look like we don't know what we're doing half the time. So. Mm. Yeah, I think the thing is with Darren Moore, I think he's he's done well. He did well at Sheffield Wednesday, got them up from League One. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he did... He, his first job, I remember at West Brom, he did. They ended up getting; they were relegated from the Premier League, but he did. I think he won the April or May Manager of the Month that season. He was did a good job there, but mm-hmm. he, he doesn't have an identity that uh, the way yeah. a, a Darren Moore team plays. Um, you know, and I think when you when you're down and around the relegation zone like Huddersfield are, and you, and you you know Warnock leaves, who 
you, we all know how Neil Warnock side plays yeah. and it gets results. I think you need someone to come in and you know really put their stamp on it um, and get them playing, get the team playing in a way that gets results, points, and just grinds them out. And I don't think Darren Moore's maybe maybe nasty enough to to get those results yeah. and, and get his team playing in a way that. Yeah, he also has had an international break as well to drill his tactics into these players. And I'm not expecting to have beaten Leeds. That was not on the cards. That's the three points that wasn't in our bag from the start of the season, if you're predicting anyway. But it's still a bit frustrating that we didn't have much fight. I mean, like you say, look at the pace. We have a throw-in in that's like near our penalty box. They go there on the other end and score so easily. Um, and it's just we can those are things that don't we can't iron out because we just don't have the pace but we're not going to play Leeds United every week so it matters more about what we do around the teams around us yeah um, yeah. I think like you say you won't be playing Leeds United every week and I think not many teams are going to want to at all as as much as they've they've come back down from the Premier League with a you know already a, a really good squad there's, yeah. there's a lot of players that have left that they signed for the Premier League They're mm-hmm. Mark Rocker Aronson you know, it didn't go to plan with them, but they've they've sold a lot of players, and and the, as as good a squad as they've got, it's up to a manager to get to get mm, performances yeah. out of them, and it's and it's easier said than done. We've seen we've seen a lot of teams come down from the Premier League and and struggle. Um, so we were I, one I think, of them. <laughs> yeah, I think full credit to to Farker for for the job he's doing, and uh, yeah, I don't think anyone's gonna want to get in the way. Well, it's Leicester. Yeah. Leicester yeah. next well, on I Friday think night, which is that'll be an interesting game. one because I think Leicester are just flying away. I think they're obviously they're not meant to be in the championship. Let's face it. Anyway, um, I think it'll be interesting to see whether Leeds end up in the playoffs and how they do if they get in the playoffs because the playoffs are a different beast. Um, yeah, and they and they've got some people behind them who are not too far off catching them. And there's a massive gulf between them and Ipswich. And Ipswich are having a run that I did not expect Ipswich to have either. Mm. Um, so hopefully. I, as a as a town fan, I don't like seeing Leeds win, and I don't want to see Leeds promoted again. So I'd rather them just sort of not quite get to Ipswich and then accidentally lose in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I think f- just from from watching the Championship this season and watching Leeds, I I do I do think Leeds are a dead certs for for minimum playoffs. I, yeah, w- I would not I would be surprised so at all to see them catch um, Ipswich. I'm not sure I can see a promotion, but I can see playoffs 100. Yeah, I agree. Because I I don't know if they've got the edge this is awful people are not going to be happy about me saying this but I don't know if they've Leeds got generating. that edge to push themselves up but they've definitely got that edge to fight and it's because the standard of footballing obviously in the championship in the Premier yeah. League is so completely different like nothing compared to the other leagues when you look at League 2 and League 1 that's pretty similar League 1 and Championship can be pretty similar but Championship to Prem is it's a jump up. Yeah. Mm. It's massive. Yeah, I, I do think the thing that will set Leeds apart from the promotion challenges will be the, the squad that they have. I think as as unbelievable a job as Kieran McKenna's done at Ipswich, taking them from League One and then in the top two for the majority of the season. Um, I, I think they their squad is, is very young, whereas Leeds have, you know, the likes of Nonto sat mm. on the bench, um, which is which is quite Incredible, considering you know the teams that were interested in him last season. Uh, Patrick Bamford, who's scored goals in the Premier League, he's not he's not he's, he's not, not doing, doing it in the minute, yeah. but he's he's on the bench. I for think there's them. a lot of Leeds fans who want to see the back of him at this point. Uh, yeah, and understandably, I think he's he's um, he's he's just not he's not um, performed for a long time. Um, 
and the penalty last week at Stoke did not oh, help yeah. them at all. Um, yeah, definitely not. But I do think Leeds' squad depth is will just set them apart. I think it will. think it will come the end of yeah. the season when the fixtures pile up. I think it'll it'll carry them through. Well, I suppose as soon as they started making changes, they didn't look as strong. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Because I mean, if you if you're gonna look at it as a game of two halves, we won the second half. You've got to take your take your <laughs> take what you can get. I think they there is that element of oh. Um, I think that's why Leeds didn't get promoted for a long time. They kept on getting playoffs and then getting knocked out. They kept on getting playoffs and then, or just missing out on the playoffs um, for quite a few years before they got promoted. And I think that was mainly due to the fact that the way Bielsa used to play, he'd play like hell for leather and they'd get to January and they'd all get injured because they couldn't hack what they're playing. But I suppose now they've got Premier League quality players who can deal with that level of of like tempo so it could it, it should be fairly interesting but like i say i don't want them to get promoted so i'd rather them just stay here <laughs> <laughs> yeah um the signings they've made as well i think have been have been mm. really good there's, there's been some players that have come back in from the cold like Jorginho, that he's almost like a new signing uh piro he's a great player to have especially at a championship level there's not many yeah. better around um but yeah i think i think they'll if they can, if the squad can stay injury free. I think they'll, I think they're yeah. looking at a good season. But Huddersfield, it's, uh, it's looking pretty bleak. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, you were saying before, um, Watford, Watford at home. It's not like a. I think that's a bit more of a winnable one to maybe like get a bit more momentum back. I think we've had. I think I wasn't expecting to lose to Cardiff four nil. Um, I wasn't expecting to lose lose to Cardiff full stop. To be fair, I thought Cardiff was a winnable game. So I think the squad's lost a bit of momentum going from like international break, losing four 0 to Cardiff, losing four one to Leeds. We need a big like change now. Hopefully, Rodoni being back will help that. I think in terms of like people who looked good in the Huddersfield squad, I think Bergsorg was the only one who. I mean, if you just look at the highlight, really, all it is is him just occasionally getting the ball. Um, and but I think a lot of the time we're just not clinical enough, and we just we don't shoot first time and I think that that especially for Bergsorg that's his main issue he just gets the ball and he sort of like faffs around for a bit and then by that point all the defenders are in front of him and he can't actually shoot so I think um I think the Huddersfield Town have been saying it all the way through summer we want to have a striker but there's a lot of positions that we need better people in but that's the nature of being a lowest lower championship lower championship side if they were any better they won't be playing for us would they and that's kind of the issue isn't it you can't have a Premier League striker who's going to go oh yeah I'll go to Huddersfield at the minute anyway yeah I think uh, from from the game I certainly noticed that they massively lacked cutting edge yeah um, two, we have all season um, five shots on goal uh, to Leeds is 20 it was just, uh, you know, pretty, pretty utter domination, really. Seventy-five mm. percent possession Leeds had, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's it's a game you've kind of got to with the way Leeds are. They're on a bit of a bit of a war path at the minute, so I think it's one you've kind of got to forget about. Move on to the Watford game, um, but yeah, um, you know, two very contrasting fortunes for, yeah. for either <laughs> both Yorkshire teams, isn't it? So yeah, it um, was what was expected. Mm. I feel. I think, like yeah. you just said leads on their warpath and town currently trying to figure out some minor issues on their side and when you've got their players messing around with it in the corner and people just saying just hit it in hit it in shoot it stop messing around um i just don't think i think they're lacking confidence that to be fair i think town will gain i think town will gain it back they're still figuring out things with darren moore who at the end of the day was it i think it was his fifth game with them so far and that's that's what just over a month two months it takes time but i guess when you're nearing relegation well in the relegation zone this early on that it 
it does put a bit of panic in, but also it's this early on. Yeah. We've got, what, half a season left until next April, May? It, I think, well, I don't think town should be worried as it stands. No, there's plenty of time. I think, um, like you say, on Saturday, it's, it's a game at home. Watford having a pretty underwhelming season themselves yeah. um, you know being a Premier League club in the last three or four years mm-hmm. um, they, you know, their fans would expect them to be playing a lot better so I think if you can get a you know a good strong performance um, at home to them you know get the fans on board yeah. if, if Darren Moore can show start showing the fans the way he wants his team to play and you know kind of put it into practice um, then and, you know result is it's, the result is is important but I think showing a you know a, a performance and some fight is yeah uh, is also it was the fight that I think was something that I missed from the Leeds game was that we just sort of like oh we've lost 4-0 again and we just gave up and I think that's kind of where the difference is is when you, I think and also the fans like you were saying about nearing relegation are just worried that we're going to end up in a situation like last season where we're going to be nearing relegation but this time we won't have Warnock to come in and save us and we'll go down and I think once you're in League One is susceptibly hard to get out of I mean there's there's like teams that just I mean Sheffield United for a long time were just sort of in there same with Wednesday couldn't get out and I think um, that's the worry is if you get, go into League One it's very very difficult to get back into the Championship um, but yeah that's a long way off before you start talking about relegation but I think there's just the worry of we were there last season the season before that obviously we had a little for with not for us in the player final but we the season before that we were also in relegation zone so it's it's very um yeah it's just fun being a town fan you never know what you're gonna get <laughs> yeah. um i think it shows that we're true fans because we we carry on watching even though it's getting really bad sometimes you're still there um you're still at the games which is always really nice speaking of being at the games we're going to pass this over to another one of our sports commentators stan stan lambert for a few words that he has to say on the match hello and thank you for that stan it has definitely been it has been an intense weekend (laughs) and i don't think anyone knows what's in the future for either of the clubs um but i'm thinking town Town are going to figure it out, we can hope, and Leeds are probably just going to keep on smashing it as per usual. Uh, something I just wanted to speak about before we close off this recap is bringing it back to Patrick Bamford. Where do we think the future is at for him? Because a lot of the talk around the game was that you know you're not playing very well when Bamford gets brought on. Mm, I think for Patrick Bamford, the best thing. You know, I, I, I like him as a footballer. His his first season in the Premier League when Leeds were promoted, I think people might be shocked at the fact I've said I like him as a footballer given his current you know form. But he people forget I think he scored 15, 15 goals in his first season in the Premier League. Yeah. He's a he's a good finisher, but I think the best thing for him to do would be to probably uh, get out of Leeds. I think the the atmosphere around him is probably quite toxic. I, I think the fans are, are heavily on his back and I think maybe a fresh start for him somewhere else um, would, would probably be the best thing. Yeah, there's a lot of people who say, what was the biggest mir- miracle? Like um, something Jesus did or something that Marcelo Bielsa got Bamford in the England squad. Um, it was a, He is a very... I think he was, like you say, very good in the first season. He doesn't, like, he doesn't... 
I think he needs to leave Leeds. I think that's his next his next move. It's just where he's going to go after that. I can't see him going to a Premier League side unless it's a lower Premier League side. Um, I think he he's probably best being the best player for a championship side at the minute and then maybe going a bit higher. But it is very difficult going from being a prem, like a Premier League striker to being like a a championship best player. But I think sometimes that's when really good strikers get up, get a bit more momentum because like you say at the minute it's just too toxic. Yeah, and I think, you know, Leeds have got Pirro, um, Somerville, Rutter, who are all kind of interchanging in that, yeah. that front three. Daniel James is scoring goals, and I, th- I think he's he's fallen so far down the peck in order that, and with the way Leeds are playing and getting results, I think he, he's he's probably not got much prospect of getting back into that team. So I think for him personally, it'd be best to, you know, go and play football, go and score some yeah. goals. Um, but yeah, um, it, it's sad to kind of see the way he's, he's, his, his career's declined, but... You know, I think everyone knows that he can. He can score goals, and he can. He probably yeah, still be yeah. able to do it. I think he'll be a tier. he'll be a really nice addition to another team. I just think he's he's like lost his momentum. And when you're a striker, when you can get in ruts where you're just not scoring goals, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what he's done, um, unfortunately. He's not a bad football player by any means. It does. It is a little bit controversial, also, for me to say that I. I do like him as well. I think he's an all right player. I think he's pretty good, to be honest, and. He, I think he can be an asset to any team, but I think I don't think Leeds is his type of club anymore. Basically, and yeah. I think I think he would excel anywhere else. Basically, except Leeds, which is a shame. But yeah, I think I think his probably times up there. I think his his relationship with the fans. I don't mm-hmm. think is is it is it the strongest. I, I think uh, Nottingham Forest played them in a pre-season friendly at, at Burton Albion. He scored. And you know, put his fingers in his ears as if to say in front of the Leeds fans. And you know, if, I think if you're doing that, it's, yeah. it's probably not. You've, give, you know, you've, you've the kind of like it's probably not the best. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think a fresh start for him, and he'll be. Uh, he can go and go and stick some goals in, in yeah. the championship. I think. Still, Where do you think he'd go? I don't know. Uh, I think it'd be about a manager, you know, telling him that he he's going to be the main man in a, in, yeah. a, in a championship team. I, I don't think there's any Premier League teams that'd be willing to take a punt on him, apart from well, Brighton probably buy him and turn him into um, the next best thing again. But um, I think I think a lower you've got to be looking at the lower league, uh, lower championship. Um, I think he's a, he's such a confidence player that he's, yeah. he, he's, he thrives, you know, from scoring. As any striker does, scoring you know game after game, and that's just not happening at the minute. The penalty was was uh, last week was probably just the icing on a very, very poor cake. So um, <laughs> yeah, I think to get out and go and play in the championship, with where there's less expectation on players yeah, as there definitely. is at Leeds, you know, um, I think would be the right thing for him to do. It has been a very busy weekend at essentially the Yorkshire Derby in football. Um, so we hope you've enjoyed this little bit of a catch-up in case you weren't at the game or in case you, you were just wanting to hear a bit more analysis. Um, I have been Mia. My name's Riley. I've been Cara. Uh, we hope to see you next time in our next little football recap here at LSR. Thank you very much. Yay.